What's up, nerds? Welcome to the first episode of the Emo Otaku podcast. My name is Lance. I am Antoine. And we're just going to get straight to it. This first episode, we're kind of just going to wing it and tell you a little bit about us, how we met, how we got introduced to anime and music. And moving forward, we'll start talking about different topics. But we figured, tell you a little bit about us so you know what you're what to expect who the hell we are and, and whether or not you want to listen to us and more importantly you're gonna be like these dudes are fucking awesome i need yeah. to hear this shit every week that's the important part <laughs> yeah that's kind of what we're hoping for um anyway so man we met 2017 2017 i feel like a lot of this is gonna date the fuck out of us by the way <laughs> especially when yeah. we get to anime yeah it, it definitely is. And we talk about the music. Yeah. Oh, it's talking about bad. bands that we liked, dude. Uh, we were just talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, we met in 2017-ish. Yeah. Because like I knew you existed, but. I did. I, I knew you existed in a sense, but I didn't know. You, like I knew yeah. a name. I didn't I'm have like a face to anyway, so. Yeah. Um, well, we met through a third party, basically. Uh, yeah, that was like, well, that was what, Chase Crew when we like really actually met. Yeah. So that would have been like you. Uh, well, I mean, I'm so I'm gonna get this out of the way. That's gonna happen a lot. <laughs> I'm a pretty hateable guy. Like, you do in like the you most are. endearing way possible. Like, I didn't think that was possible. Uh, but I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I remember like early 20s, and one of my friends was like, "You're kind of like a Cindy Crawford mole." You know what I mean? Like you wake up one day, you got a mole in your face, and you're like, "What the fuck is that? Why are there hairs on my face?" That is. That yeah. good and then you know, three years down the road, you pluck those hairs. They didn't come back, and you're like beauty mark. That's yeah, pretty much how friendship with yeah, me works. That is very accurate. Yeah. So I just I let them go through the growing pains, pluck the hairs, and one day they're like, "Man, I'm just glad you're here." Yeah. Well, and you know, it was like the dumbest reason ever to like not like you because I, I had never met you. I just knew of me, knew of you through a shitty third party. Yeah. I mean, are we going to go? I don't know how far we're going into that. I mean, I don't really give a shit. She's like that's, dead that's, to me. <laughs> so someone I will technically work for me, work with, we were good friends. Uh, we're hanging out when he was dating said person. We're not going to go any names or anything like that, but. Uh, she ain't going to listen, so it's not like it matters. Yeah, but uh, more or less, I don't know how in-depth it was on their side, but she mentioned one time, like, oh, I'm dating this guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm happy for you. And then she's like, he fucking hates you. And I was like, oh, that's literally the first time I, she ever told me about you. Was, that I'm dating like something she would do. Dude. I'm dating this dude, and he fucking hates you. And I'm like, okay, do I know him? Did I do? He's like, oh, he's never met you. He has no idea who you are. But he fucking hates you. Yeah, well, that's her fault. Yeah, and then. She made you out to sound like just a creepy fuckhead. Yeah, and then, well, I mean, I am. Mm, not in the way she <laughs> okay. Not in the way she implied it, but yeah. let's be honest. I'll sniff your hair if you're sleeping. <laughs> but, uh. Oh, yes, please. A couple of months later, I find out that I am going to be working with him soon. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go great. Be so, awesome. I mean, I guess it's going to come out of eventually, so it doesn't say, because I'm going to determine I was military. So, are we allowed to say that? I don't see why not. Okay, yeah. So, I ended up transferring to the command he was in. And uh, walking down the hall, one of the people that works for me hears through another third party who I don't even know who shared this from, like, yo, I heard this dude in the command fucking hates you. And I was like, who? At the time, didn't know. It's like, yeah, apparently, like, used to, like, work with her, his girlfriend, and she fucking told him you hate him, and he hates you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so apparently through everyone but it, 
the two of us, there was this big beef going on with us. <laughs> really? We, I didn't oh, even yeah. know it grew into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, someone in the shop was like, hey, he fucking hates you. And I've heard all about it from other people. And they were talking about it in the barracks. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm walking down the hall one day. She's with me. He happens to walk by. I still to this day had no idea who he was. And she's like, that's the dude that hates you. Didn't even look at me, mind you. And I'm like, oh, so in my mind, this motherfucker just snuffed me. Like, <laughs> he didn't look at me because he hates me. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck that dude then. <laughs> yeah, that's that definitely seems like something that would just grow. Because military likes to be that high school mindset yeah. at times. It's like, I'm bored, so let's make some drama. Yeah. yeah. It's like this... Everything's going really swimmingly. Let's fuck it up. Yeah. And it's like half the time you don't even dislike someone for anything they did. You someone says that this person doesn't like you or did something and yeah. you just they build you a just, resentment in Yeah, you. and then you find reasons to be like, Oh, that's why you did that yeah. shit. Like and you know, not even connected. Someone is living their life at work, walking down the hall, and they don't acknowledge you exist because why the fuck would they? Because they don't remember you. Spoken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like once. Oh, this person that doesn't know me didn't talk to me. You're right. He does hate me, so fuck him too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, um, then, and then what was it on the way to Japan? Yeah, so just gonna yeah, throw we were, that cloud out there. We both been to Japan. Yeah, yeah no cool, no big deal, <laughs> no big deal. I had that real ramen shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Didn't even come out of a package. No, it did not. Um, yeah, we were we were in Hawaii on our way to Japan. Oh, we're and, gonna tell uh, the jeans story, aren't we? With the dollar, we're gonna tell. Oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta tell the whole story. Might as well. This is not gonna be a good look for me. That's all right. That's all right. I hated you for no reason because of a girl, so it's not a great start for either of us, really. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, yeah, there was only about seven, eight of us anyway, so we're all going to hang out. Yeah, it was inevitable. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, we went to that brewery that was attached to the hotel. Yeah, we're bragging a little bit because aviation gets treated really well. Yeah, you're going to hear it. There's someone in the military that's going to hear this. Like, you guys deployed, quote unquote, yeah, to quote Japan. Unquote, for three whole months. Yeah, like you were eating ramen while I was eating dirt. And it's like, I don't it's, maybe get a better ASVAB score. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we, we, I think we were sitting on like the opposite ends of the table, too. Oh, so yeah, we, we definitely were. We didn't talk. We end up all deciding, yeah, let's go to this bar, except for a couple of people. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Um, so we're going to decide to go to this Irish pub. And, you know, as we're walking, we see some cool stuff that makes us laugh, and we get stories for the rest of our lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like there's, like, every story's going to have, like, nine stories, and you have to come out in another episode. I know. I'm trying <laughs> to skip that for now, because that's a whole nother topic. Man. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, having a good time at this bar, we're getting really drunk, obviously. Cause what are you supposed to do when you're off at night after a long flight and doing dailies and doing all kinds of crap and you're off the next day? You, you um, get drunk. Yeah, you get, you get drunk. Um, not promoting getting drunk all the time. Do it responsibly. Yeah. Just, I feel like legally we have to say be that. Be responsible. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we were responsible. Other people weren't, but. I mean, were. I didn't end up in jail, so I'm fine no, with it. No, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't pick up a dollar with my butt. Oh, oh, so. So, yeah, I guess we're, <laughs> we're all, it was towards the end of the night, and I don't know if a dollar had just, like, dropped on the ground, 
I thought it was someone's pocket. It's somebody's dollar. For context, I have to say this. It was one of our dollars, for sure. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just some random person's dollar, so I guess I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I need I need you to say that. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> it was somebody in our party's dollar. You decided, or, well, maybe we just convinced you that it was a good idea for you to try to drop down. I don't think it took much. It probably didn't. You're like, hey, you should do that. And you were like... That's a good idea. Drop down and you try to pick it up with your butt. But you were wearing jeans. And you're not, it's not like you got cake back there. I was going to say, like, I have no butt cheeks. Like, what are you picking? <laughs> uh, it was like trying to get two pieces of drywall to stick together. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and you're trying to pick up, like, a soccer ball. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I should get points for effort. Oh, it was entertaining for sure. Yeah, uh, I feel like it was disgusting that you touched the ground, but uh, you know, with so much in my body too, it's like, not. Well, it was yeah. not a good place. That's why I needed the dollar to be clean at least, because yeah. nothing else on that fucking floor yeah. was. And this was a pretty. Uh, it was a decent bar, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a it's fucking Japan. bar floor. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Hawaii, yeah. so, and it's an Irish pub too, so it's just stuff on the ground. Yeah, Jack and Coke. Jack and there's a lot of Jack, Jack and Coke, Coke on the floor. Yep. Uh, so. The best part is, I have this moment of clarity. I guess clarity is overselling what's about to happen. I was like, clarity. Yeah, I was like, it's your jeans, man. It's not your lack of butt. It's your (laughs) jeans. So you clearly, in the middle of this bar full of people staring at you, wondering why you're rubbing your ass cheeks on the ground, you need to pull your pants down so you can get your butt cheeks together to pick (laughs) this dollar up. So I'm like unbuckling my pants. One of the guys with us is just like, yeah, dude, that's definitely a good idea. And as he's telling me this, I'm like, holy fuck, this is a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> I'm like, hearing you say it made me realize, yeah. maybe I need to not pull my pants down in public and start grabbing money with my butt cheeks. You know what the best part about that is? Is the person that told you to do that is a commissioned officer now? <laughs> yeah, I know. That is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would, if I walk by this man, I have to salute him. Yeah. And he's telling me, like... And I should, remember things. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely pick that up with your butt. And I'm like, you're right. That makes a lot of sense. All kinds of stuff went down on that deployment. And, uh, yeah, I remember we talked later that night. I, don't, I mean, literally just, just right outside. Yeah. And then, uh, we talked about obviously hating each other and then my and butt how cheeks. stupid it was. Yeah. And, and then music came up. Yeah. And that's when we realized like, oh shit. Cause we didn't really even find out about the anime thing for a while. No, that wasn't until. I would say this right before the second deployment. Was it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because that's, that's when I started really diving in. Yeah, because we. Yeah, so actually, we're definitely we talked nine or some time about anime, but it was music that brought us together. Yeah, music definitely is what started it because we we had talked about going to a show, and then I think you just got screwed by work and weren't able to go. Yeah, because I, I mean I'm actually wearing the show from the one I went to before, because that was the fit for a king one that I didn't get to go to. It was the under oath one that I went to. Yeah, you went to the under. We both went to that show. Yeah, and we, that's when we know. found. That's what actually was that bonded us because we realized we both went to that same yeah. show. It was the fit, was for, it a fit king. for a king. Um, yeah, because you went with uh, other other people in the command that went, and then I just couldn't remember the headline. I remember who else played. I just didn't know it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, remember, and I, that's specifically why I was mad about it because I used to like them back in the day, and then weirdly enough, Killing Floor Two, uh, like the shooting game, it's like about zombie killing has a Fit for a King song in it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I remember this band. Yeah. I used to love them. And it's also why I got... I know you hate them, but that's why I got back in Demon Hunter, too. I don't hate them. It's just not... I don't, don't it's even... It's just hard rock. I, and it's... It's it's hard rock trying to be metalcore. It's, it's like your dad's metal meets hard rock. It's like if... I don't know. I'm trying to think of a band. 
It's like if As I Lay Dying came out in the 80s. Oh, that's a good, that's, no, that's a good description. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, and they, you know, they even got a couple power ballads and all that. Like, that's I just, I, I dig it. Yeah, I know, know, I know. Teach their own. You also, like, sleeping with sirens, and I just don't get it, dude. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, you can knock them all you want, but the dude sings like an angel. No, he sings like he got punched in the nards, bro. He, he, it seems like he's imitating his own girlfriend, and I love yeah. it. It's like, it, I mean, honestly, most of, like, that chick rock that I got into, especially, like, Diamond Kelly. I was like, you know, call it chick rock all you want, but shit fucking bangs, dude. I mean, yeah, you know. Same thing with Pierce the Veil. I fucking love that, I don't too. mind Pierce the Veil, It's though. the same fucking band, no, pretty much. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but the, the singing is... No, the guitar work is yeah, light years better in okay. Pierce the Veil. Sleeping with, and sleeping with Sirens is like the dude fell asleep if the, the lead guitarist from Pierce the Veil fell asleep in music class. That's what you would get. It's yeah, I get I get that, and then it's like Craig Owens meets friggin' Anthony Green on helium singing. Actually, you know that's that was almost poetic. I yeah. like that. I mean, because he's not horrible; it's just too much. Yeah, like he's got a good voice, but you can. It almost feels like he's forcing it more. Yes. Whereas with Pierce Savelle, it feels more like just a natural kind of sound. Right. And they came out when there was a time. When that was okay. Yeah. That was the norm. That was, I mean, they were huge because that right. was the sound. But, yeah. like, most of those bands, like, evolved. Like he, They just put out a new song today. Who, Pierce the Bill? With Spencer from Under Oath. Ooh. Yeah, and I caught, I listened to, like, a little snippet of it. And, you know, Spencer kills everything. He's well, I mean, yeah. It's, if he's in a song, it's a good song. Spencer's the goat. Dude. Yeah. I love him. I love when he's on anything. But then the moment, uh, was it Kellen? I don't uh, I think it's Kellen, Kellen Quinn, right? Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, Once he starts singing, I was like, oh, no. And then it just was like, I can't do it, man. It's uh, too high. I, I think I fell off with them when they started getting more poppy. Well, they're definitely bringing it back to so like, not being that way. Because yeah. musically, it sounded like, OG. Yeah, because like the first album, like the bomb.com version two, which to this day, I literally think that's the song that got me into them because it's such a dumb name for a song, but it was so fitting for the time. Yeah. And I was, for the time, it was, yeah. Yeah. And I was. Attack, Attack, Attack was naming stuff, all kinds. Yeah. It was like uh, uh, High Tops and Grills or whatever it was. I mean, same thing with Of Mice and Men. Oh, like, man. well, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that makes sense. Same, yeah. same, same vocalist. Yeah. So, like, you leave a band and you're gonna keep that same sound. Yeah. But like, yeah, uh, like OG Loco, shit like that. Like Dude. when their second came out with like the storm, the flood, <sighs> the depths, and I was like, oh shit, they're getting artsy. And then the rest of them came out like Ohio is on fire and shit like that. And I'm like, no, nope, you're you're still doing stop that. It. Just stop it. Yeah, like you started off strong. You may, and it's weird. It's like the dumber. With bands like that, the dumber the name of the song is, the better the fucking song is. Oh yeah, like old Fallout Boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The I mean, stupidest titles, but the songs were bangers. Yeah, we're just gonna straight up go straight to Fallout Boy. I'm just You're saying. just gonna own that shit right off the I'm bat. Just, what's wrong with Fallout Boy? From under the Quirk Tree, best album. That's Run what I'm there. saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, I agree, but 
I'm just saying, I didn't think we we're just going to go ahead and own that. I was that. giving but, a solid example, same time frame. I thought we'd like start with the hardcore shit to like, you know, like show I mean, how edgy and cool we, we are. We can get to hardcore because I, I mean, mean I can talk hardcore all day. I'm going to lose gonna that. You're going to lose yeah, that. Yeah. I'm trying to ease you in. Oh, ease you me told, in? You told me you wanted to start listening to heavier stuff, so I'm starting to snippets. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. I listen to heavy stuff. Right. Just, no, you know what I mean. Like, I just got you know, I got, You like metalcore. You're killing my street cred, man. No, 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 no. Obviously, we wouldn't have bonded if you're a poser. <laughs> oh. Fucking poser, dude. I, I, I used to be a poser. I'll be the first. I listened to like. We all were. Yeah. I mean, for me, I definitely liked more softer music, but I felt like, especially like, I'm going to throw it out there for my fans. If you're black and you're into metal, it's hard growing up in it, high school. Yeah, no, I, it's still. So. It's still hard for kids. Yeah. Because it's just like. You're just not expected to listen to it. Right. And you see. What I love seeing is like the hardcore scene is starting to grow too. The metalcore scene is starting to grow. There's a lot of black artists that are bringing different spins to hardcore and deathcore and metalcore. And you start seeing like frontmen. Yeah. And some of the best ones. Like you remember Oceano, maybe? No, nah, I don't know. That. It's like old school deathcore. Oh, okay. But like huge black dude, Adam from Chicago, like. One of the most recognizable deathcore screams. He's just the nicest dude in the world, but he goes on stage and it's just like, a c- just throws down. Yeah, you don't know what to do. I see. I love shit like that. That's like reminds me of like, Park. The first time I saw Parkway Drive live, um, these surfer boys come up on stage. Yeah, and, and they're they all Australian just... and shit. You're just like, no, we're just gonna. I'm like listening. I'm like, I want to burn this building down. I don't know why, yeah. but I want to burn yep. this whole Straight fucking building right up. Uh, I think my, I'm going to call it my black inspiration for rock music. It's very soft, actually. It was Seven Dust. Seven Dust is a good, uh, like, gateway, though. Yeah, like. They were solid. Uh, so, like, I was I was black. I was young. I realized I liked metal. No one in my family really did. My brother does now, but back then, like, it was all hip-hop, all rap. You which I do living in Florida, too. Yeah, like, in South Florida. So, I mean, there's no scene there. Like, I used to have the West Palm Beach was, like, the closest I could get. And it's like, got to go to this Richie Yuppie village to go, like, see a concert for all these, like, upper-middle-class kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to get off my yacht and go listen to this band, you know? Yeah, I'm going to go listen and, to a day to remember. Yeah, you know, shit like that. So, I just remember feeling like I needed to listen to the hardest fucking shit. Yeah. But there was that line, I was just like, all right, I actually still want to enjoy it. So, like, I remember, like, Throwdown, fucking old school metal, like, like Poison the Well, like, when it was really wow, blowing Poison up. the Well, OG Poison the yeah. Well was, like, that, a hardcore band. It yeah, that first legit. album, I, I would say Poison the Well's first album, was it Midair Love Message, yeah. is the song that I was like, all right, I fucks with this. Yeah, I, I, I can do metal, I can do this hard shit, yeah. there is quality to it. But at the same time, it's just so unstructured, so just right. chaotic. And it was nice because it wasn't metal. Like, I know, you're going to like Demon Hunter, but they are. They're very structured. They're very traditional. Like, you could almost start a song and know how it's going to end. With them, he's screaming. Then the music just drops. There's this soft little melody. It didn't sing that great, but it didn't matter because it threw you off because he, there's like two songs, a whole album he sings. And then you just start screaming again. Yeah. And the guitar is inconsistent. Like, there's chords, but there's no, like, lyric, chorus, lyric, yeah. chorus, bridge, no chorus. structure like, to the actual yeah, song. Like, it's just, this is what we wanted to do, this is what we wanted to say, and we fucking did it. Fuck your order, yeah. fuck your structure, and I fucking loved it. 
And so I went, I went, and then I heard Seven Dust. And I knew at this point they'd been out for forever. I knew of them, I'd heard them, yeah. but I just didn't know their lead singer was black. So I'd never seen them. I think it was actually on as disgusting as MTV. Uh, it's I had, not disgusting because back back then you had MTV. Not MTV too. too. This oh, is not Headbangers Ball. This is like so actual. Help you out. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate. No, this is like. That's how a lot of people discovered Azalea Dying was a band. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching Road Rules and some. Ooh, yeah. Road Rules. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel like I said I'm going to date the we fuck out of myself from this show. Yeah, for sure. And some commercial came on for some MTV Music Awards, or whatever, and they were talking about Seven Dust doing a show, and I was like. Oh shit, that dude's black as fuck. So like, I mean, Dread's black. I yeah. was like, holy shit, like I gotta check this band out now. Like I've heard a couple songs, like Licking Cream and shit like that. They were like, they're softer, and I was like, they're good. They're a fucking amazing band. If you haven't heard Seven Dust, if you've never heard them, pick up any fucking album. It's all yeah. fucking good. They do they have not made a bad album. You'll like some more than others, obviously, but I've heard every one of their albums I can legitimately say, I don't think they've ever made a bad album. And I, I will I will put money on that. And if you think I'm wrong, pick a time, pick an address, meet you in the fucking streets. <laughs> like they are fucking not phenomenal, but consistently good. Consist that's all that really matters. Yeah. But, you can you can tweak a little bit for each album, but as long as you're consistent. Yeah. No, that makes me think of like I, we were at our last command and I started like showing the, it'd be like videos of bands. And be like, oh shit, they got a black singer? Like, yeah. yeah, man. And they're crazy. And I've seen them live and they're even more chaotic yeah. in person. Like, yo, you know what you need to do is make me a playlist with all black artists. Uh, I mean, and we... I did. Oh, and shit. And it's just so many hardcore bands, metalcore bands. And you'd be surprised. Like, I'm discovering new ones every day. I'm like, did not know that. Yeah, it's weird. Because, like, even Kill Switch Engage with Howard. Oh, Howard's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, like, <sighs> I mean, Dude's light skin, but black angel, is black. Bro. You know what I mean? And like, it was big as fuck. Dude. Yeah, it was like Rose of Sharon or whatever that yeah, song is. I saw the music video for that, hard. and I was like, "This dude's got some big lips. This dude's black, <laughs> super black." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." I kind of took me a second, and I know it sounds dumb hearing it, but like when you're in that moment, you're black. You're just getting in the metal. Like, it's it's one thing to be like, "Oh yeah, that guy's black." You know, like we're not gonna get in the whole like you know seeing myself in someone or all that. That's something a whole other conversation but just like seeing like oh yeah like i you just feel i mean it sounds generic to say but included you feel inclusive yeah to so see a band yeah. that big and that popular in that genre in that field that's just so well known and be like all right so like it kind of taught me like i don't need to just be like this hardcore edge lord i don't need to act like i'm super badass in the metal like they're a heavier band but it means like with them seven dust like i can make any kind of music i can listen to any kind of music yeah. And, like, especially being in school, because, like, when I went to school, like, there just weren't a lot of metal hits. Like, I had my small group of friends that were in the metal, and I was the black guy in my group of fans. Like, <laughs> I was, I mean, it's kind of, like, basically, like, for, like, words, I was, in appearance, I was the token black guy. But I was latching on to them more than they wanted me to be friends, because I was, like, I just need people that can introduce me to metal. I need yeah. Friends on entry metal and, I, and they were your token white friends. Yeah, and like none of my black friends, none of my Mexican or Hispanic friends in general were into that. Like they listened to a song here or there, but like it was just like I want to listen to metal. Can hang out those weird white dudes that are over there with their glow mm -hmm. sticks and they're you know like I wore Jinkos and I was like Jinkos went out like three years ago, dude. Yeah. Your pants are too big, yeah. you know. And why are there chains hanging off of it? Why are your nails black? Whatever, dude. Just give me some music, yeah. you know. 
I think I, I got lucked out and I I grew up in the golden age of Christian metalcore. Mm. And, you know, I grew up in church. Obviously, that's not who I am anymore. But I grew up, like, my dad was a Sunday school teacher. Like, I worked as an intern at my church. So, like, all of my friends... Are we going to have to do some therapy on this later? No, no, no. (laughs) I'm super good now, but it it helped me find a lot of really good music. Yeah. Like, I I still have those friends today. Like, obviously not as close anymore, but, like, my buddy Jeff and I would go on this... uh, I just remembered the website name. It's called Pure Volume. You remember purevolume.com? Yes. Yes, I do. So Pure Volume was like this... It was like the Wikipedia of music. You, This was before like SoundCloud and iTunes was like... It was around. I, iTunes was around, but it wasn't like big. Like not everybody had an iPod. It was before Apple owned one third of our country. Right, exactly. <laughs> so like we would go on like just this rabbit hole and you could go to like uh, labels, like record labels. You could go to like, here's a band. Oh, and here's five others like it. Yeah. Dude, I found so many bands that I like. And then I knew I loved Tooth and Nail Solid State because during that time they were pumping out bands. Emery, Under Oath, Asley Dying back then, Demon Hunter. Yeah. Just it was like, what is yeah. Norma Jean? Yeah, Low Sleeper. I know, which is which just blows my mind. Like I I, I didn't grow up religious. I mean my family's religious. I grew up around religion, but I personally did not grow up religious. So I started getting all these bands, like all those, like everything you just mentioned. And they're on this like well-known Christian label. Yeah. And I'm like, am I a Christian? <laughs> like, <laughs> am I headbanging for Jesus? Well, you, would, you would never know unless you read, you start yeah. reading the lyric books. You're like, oh, this is deep. Uh, oh, this is about Jesus. Yeah. Oh, this is super about Jesus. Yeah. And I, I'll say Norma Jean above all. And uh, I, not to discredit Under Oath, I know that's your shit, but... Norma think, Jean is also... I have the, Both the band's logo tattooed yeah. on me. I, I'm just saying, I know whenever we talk, but always, Under Oath always comes up. Not in quality of band, but just lyrically speaking, as far as being ambiguous in the fact where mm. you can take it as, hey, God is good, be a Christian, but you could also take it as, just be a good person. Yeah, and, and Under Oath was one of the bands that was like very preachy on stage. Yeah. Like would take two minutes to like tell you about their Lord and Savior. Yeah, and I'm which like, back then I was like, oh hell yeah, dude, we're at Warp Tour and we're telling like non-believers about it. Yeah, and I'm at now Warp. I'm like, all right, dude, like cool. I'm happy for you. You found yeah. something you like. Yeah, but live your life. Let's play the music. Yeah, and in my mind, I'm at that same concert. Like, oh, this is just reminds me of like being forced to get baptized all over again. Oh like, yeah, man. So I'm just like, uh, I love the band. I feel like Norma Jean. Did it? I won't say right. I will say better from my point of view. I, no, I can I can agree with that. I, I, I just feel like as a band, they were more accepting and reaching out to yeah. non-believers in there. Like, hey, we have a good message. It yeah. wasn't, hey, we're good Christians that make good music. Yeah, we're just good musicians that believe in God, and because we believe in God, it's going to come out in our music. Yeah, and, and I, I just, it's not a disrespect under Ralph saying that. I just feel like the way they presented it, like if I was on the fence about religion, I feel like that was the band that would have gotten me into it, whereas Under Oath, where they were just in your face like, hey, man, here's a fucking Bible. Read this yeah. and then listen to yeah. our lyrics. Whereas Norma Jean's like, hey, man, just be a better person. If yeah. you need some guidance, here's a tip. And right. then it kind of, you know, 
So, I mean, if you wanted to make people Christians, which, I mean, I respect. That's part of their faith. That's what they were doing with their right. music. I feel like that was just a better approach. Like, yeah. you know. And it's crazy to see how bo- where both bands are now. Yeah. Where Under Oath is, like. The exact opposite. There's, like, you know, I think three of the four, I think maybe all of them except maybe Spencer, are still all Christian. But they don't talk about it at all. Yeah. There's cursing in their music, which I remember when it happened, I was like, what? Ah, that was like just what, happened. It reminds me of like when wrongdoers came out from Norma Jeans and they're like, they're saying bad words in their music. Right. And it's like, I remember it and I'm being like, what? Yeah. I mean, I don't care, but like, it just seemed weird. It was so weird because yeah. for 10 years, these bands were just like, we are talking about getting saved by Jesus. Yeah. And, and on their album, they have a song like, if you got it at five, you got it at 50, where they're like talking about like the ills of like being yeah. a rock star in the music. And it's just like, okay, so clearly you're once again putting out a positive message, but at the same time, like you're not doing anything wrong, but you're for your genre and your sphere, you're being a lot more edgy. And I right. feel like it was kind of around the same time where a lot of Christian bands realized that like you can be a musician and be a Christian and you can also do both, but it doesn't have to be preachy. It yeah, it doesn't have to be together either. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I fucks with all of you. You're some of, I mean, honestly, some of my favorite bands of all time are definitely Christian yeah. metal and rock bands. They just, I don't know, maybe it is God that's just, maybe that's their <laughs> muse, but that shit fucking rocks, yeah, dude. Yeah, it does. And I remember every time I, like, talk to my, my friends are, like, as an atheist, they're like, yo, you know they're a Christian? And I'm like, yo, you know this shit fucking bangs, yeah, dude? Like, like, you can talk about, I mean, shit, I listen to fucking J-Rock and Japanese music. I don't know what the fuck those dudes are saying, but that shit, on my way over here, I was listening to Pillows, because I was thinking about Fooly Cooly, and I was like, I'm going to put on the Pillows. Because for those of you that know, they made the soundtrack for all three of those series. Only watch the first one. Two and three are weird. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, second one was okay. The one nah, was trash. You said okay. I'm not watching. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. I, I feel obligated. We'll get into that on another episode. When we no, talk I about mean, it's a perfect, perfect segue. We talk about how we got into anime and such. Uh, oh yeah. So I mean, it definitely wasn't my first. Uh, I feel like we're, I feel like I'm gonna kind of put a little structure on this. I want name your first anime that you ever watched, and then what you liked about it. But then. Okay. And I, I feel like people contend this. What's the first anime you watched knowing it wasn't anime? Like, with the intent of seeking out anime? Because oh, I feel like... See, that's perfect. I was going to ask that question. Yeah. Because, you know, I I think the first one, if I think back on it, the first one would be Pokemon, which I think is most people's first. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Toonami was... That was... When we were younger, Toonami was amazing. Yeah. I mean, for, I, I feel so bad for younger kids because... Yeah, Toonami. Oh, well, I guess not because fuck no, you guys. You guys have the internet. Have, yeah, yeah, they have streaming services yeah. everywhere. But we didn't have that. We were like, I got to make sure I'm. I have the TV on this channel at this time, and I can watch Gundam Wing and then Dragon Ball Z, and then I can watch Pokemon all back to back. Well, excuse me. We had Sunco, so I could go get those like DVDs from the porn section. Yeah, that were just that's like true. that was a thing. It'd be like just regular I anime know, in the be, porn section. Yeah, which was weird because yeah. I feel like you go to Sunco, they just didn't know how to how to categorize it yeah they're, they're just like, like it must be hentai Let's yeah like it porn it's from japan and it's animated there's got to be some tentacles in this yeah. shit we're just gonna put it over yeah. here and you're like no man like uh so pokemon was the first year so i watched. say pokemon would probably be the first one because you know i remember seeing the movie and i remember watching it do i remember 
any of the storylines besides the movie made me cry? No. But that's the same with Dragon Ball Z. I could not tell you a single thing that happened in that show. No. I just re started, like I just rewatched for the most part Gundam Wing because I just didn't remember the storyline. I remember loving it. Just remember like this shit type. Yeah, and I remember Hero was like the coolest character in the world. I used to name myself in the Pokemon games <laughs> Hero. That is that is like nerd squared right yeah, there. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was playing Pokemon Red and Blue, and then Silver and Gold, and I named myself Hero. Fuck, you are old. Yeah, man. I had a Game Boy that wasn't Game Boy Color. Oh, I did too. I played, yeah. and then I remember I got my Game Boy Color, yeah. and they were like it's the purple, like see-through one. Yeah, and then I remember specifically you could put Pokemon Yellow in it, and it had its color. And then yep. you can take your old Pokemon games, and then just be like that one shitty color that actually drew out all the shitty pixels mm-hmm. in your Game Boy, and you're like, I don't give a fuck. My fucking Pikachu was yellow as shit. This yeah. is badass. Yeah, I remember that. That was so tight. Yeah. Um. So then I say the first one where I would like. Seeked it out, seeked sought it out. It, sought it out. Not seeked it out. Let's stick with no. seeked it out. Let's go sought because <laughs> that's the out. proper term. <laughs> I'm not trying to make myself even more dumb. Um, so I'm pretty sure it was Attack on Titan because I started rewatching anime when that show came out. It was that, and I was watching, uh, Future Diary. With oh. a girl, because a girl I was dating got me into stuff. Yeah. We're gonna have a whole episode about you and fucking Future Diary because I could talk shit about you for an hour. That because, is like, not a show. bad show. You uh, no, talk no, no, about no, no. that being shit, but then we'll no, talk no, no. about Hunter Hunter being incredible. First off, you just lost like half our fan base with that fucking statement. I said it. Hunter Hunter is mid. Oh my god, that's fine. That's why we're doing <laughs> the show so we can argue about this. Fucking first off. We're going to get back to that shit, because yeah. that, that was like... That's fine, because I'm sure it's on your list. We can talk about that next episode. Spit on my mom. Do not talk about Hunter Hunter <laughs> like that. All right? That shit will not stand. Anyway, I got into it. Maybe it's just because it was one of the first ones I got back into it. Which and I, I thought the action was cool. I thought the storyline was cool. Yeah, it falls apart at the end. Yeah, which, but, is, which is... That's all I said. Like... I, I, it started off really slow because the main character is fucking trash. Let's be honest. It's anime. That's like Most main stone. characters are garbage. Yeah. So you look at your supporting cast. Who around him is cool? The girl. Was yeah. Tight. Yeah. She a was, lot of those guys with powers were tight. Yeah. And she's fucking crazy. So yeah. I'm like, why is she crazy? Clearly there's this big mystery going on. Yeah. So like I'm super invested because at first it took me. I, I have an issue. I love anime, but I have a hard time getting into anime. Because I'm like, I, I want that. shit. There's so many anime. I could watch anything in the world. Fucking blow something up. Shoot someone or something mysterious. Mysterious. See, you got me all fucked up now. Fuck you. I'm, I'm seeking out no, something it's like, mysterious. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Attack on Titan. Something happens immediately. Yeah, and you're like. That was why I was hooked. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I assume everybody's seen it by now. But yeah. when his mom gets eaten in the first 10 seconds, I was like, what? the hell dude yeah and so i mean i want it at this point i'm like don't waste my time i'll maybe one day i'll watch you like on a plane or something or i'm traveling but like if i'm gonna sit down and start this series especially one that's complete that means i'm probably gonna binge it but you got an episode and a half to make me be like fucking finish this I shit mean, at least it was only i think it's a 26 episode anime i mean so that's not, a lot if it was 13 i probably would have burned through it at this point to me in my mind 26 episodes ain't shit okay, because of you guys got me into Long well, ones. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't have time for this. I got real shit to watch, like Naruto and shit like that. Like, if I'm... Yeah. Okay. And that's my whole life right there. Like, I've been watching Naruto since 
fucking high school. So is that your first one? No, actually. So the first anime I ever watched uh, actually was the cliche Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I feel like it's most people are. Yeah, age. and it was just because even before Toonami, because I got I, I didn't get any anime before Toonami, but I had seen a couple. Uh, it was on some Saturday cartoon or some shit that four kids dub and like that and one piece. Oh, like like a, dub, was it WB that did? Yeah. Four or some kids? shit like yeah, that. Like Saturday morning cartoons. And then when they fucking took all these super popular, like Japanese anime and made like those shitty dubs and versions took all the blood out. My literally watched someone get a whole shot and it was no blood. And I'm like at the time, not thinking anything. Of well, it. yeah, not then I didn't realize it until somebody, honestly, until recently, somebody yeah. was like, yeah, you know, there's blood in that. Right? Yeah. And, like, uh, no. So, and I mean, I feel like that's just the cliche. Is it's Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z? I feel like it's Pokemon for a lot of people, and they just either don't realize it or don't want to own it. That are our, from I think our generation. Most people just don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah I th- I can think of somebody literally off the top of my head that just like doesn't want to call it anime. Yeah, because they it, don't want to be that guy. But I mean, it's it's anime. I mean, granted, if you're in Japan, anime just means cartoon. Mm-hmm. But to us, anime means cartoon from Japan. So right. let's go ahead and clear that up. So in our context of anime being cartoon from. Japan. I feel like to some degree, I'm going to put uh, some Chinese shows, some Korean shows in there throughout the episodes because we're going to talk about The Outsider, and I fucking love that show, and it's from we're China. We're going to talk about God of High School. Yeah, shit like that. You know, like, I mean. Banger of yeah. a show. And uh, so, I mean, Dragon Ball Z was the first Japanese cartoon I ever watched, or anime. So, I, I, I remember watching it, and I was like, the punching and kicking and the booming and the key blasters is the most greatest thing ever. Just a lot of screaming. Yeah, and I mean, I did Lasers from their hands. Yeah, I didn't know it was a Japanese show. I actually saw that before Dragon Ball, like most people. And then yeah. uh, I remember watching it week after week, and then I fell off on it, I, I want to say, during the Cell Saga. So the blast with me, I didn't finish it. Uh, I don't know why, don't for some reason, it was coming on. It wasn't that I didn't like the show. It just, I was a kid. And I was I like, was, oh, this, yeah, sh- exactly. this show is cool, but uh, something must have, I think maybe like Final Fantasy VII or some video game came out. I missed one episode, and I'm like, hey, I'm fucking done with the show. I missed something. And then... Uh, yeah, you couldn't just go back like you can now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, you, oh, I'm two episodes behind. Yeah, so my mind is, oh, there'll be like a VHS, VHS I can just go buy because it's an American show, like some Saturday morning cartoon. So when it releases, I'll, I'll, I'll beg my mom to buy it for me. And then... I remember finding out it was a Japanese cartoon and finding out you can't just go to any fucking blockbuster and rent this shit and being like, well, fuck, now what do I do? Yeah. And then that's when some teenage loser dude there, you know, fucking pushed up his glass and was like, well, actually, that's an anime and it comes from Japan. We have a whole section of those in Blockbuster. And I was like, thanks, loser. I'm going to lose my virginity before you. Now I'm going to go over there and pick up some shows. <laughs> so uh, I, I can't, I think, actually, yeah, I do. It was Bubblegum Crisis. It's a pretty obscure, like, kind of mech anime. It's about a bunch of girls wearing suits. I love mech anime. Yeah. It's not like mech mech. It's girls in suits, which, I mean, one, it's hot chicks, two, chicks in mech suits fighting. I genuinely can't really tell you what the story was about other than they don't work for the government, so they're like Batman chicks in mech suits, and I know I'm selling the fuck out of this, right? Because that I mean, sounds like, kind of so, dope. I mean, well, it, if it's like any mech anime, it's super, like, political. Uh, it's what Gundam is. Gundam is all it, political. It's, it's not political. It's like a neo-noir future where they're fighting like robots. I, like I genuinely like only watched it in this DVD. I never even finished it until like years later and yeah. then immediately forgot about it. And I only rewatched it on principle because of this. Mm. 
I rented it. It was, I think, like the eighth episode, like eight through 12, because back then a lot of like DVDs, VHSs only held like four episodes. So when you bought yeah. one, you, you weren't getting a whole series. And I remember watching it over and over and over again and not knowing the story because it's in the middle of it and it, I don't believe it concluded it. So, and I'm a child and definitely should not have been watching this, by the way. And it's I most remember of the like, cartoons we watched as kids being like, holy shit. This is dope. I went back to Blockbuster, was looking for more. They had a couple of obscure shows. Nothing really appealed to me. And then I saw some, I don't remember where, but I found Ninja Scroll. I want to say Sunco. And then I remember begging my mom to buy it. And she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, no fucking, fucking way. Dork. She looked at the cover and she's like, no. <laughs> like, this is porn. Porn yeah. with swords. And I was yeah. like, so why wouldn't I want this? So then... I had to go find this, and then I didn't end up watching it until years later. I actually downloaded it on Napster. Holy shit. Yeah, and then I watched Ninja Scroll. Just and just continue was... to age. <laughs> and shit. I remember watching it, uh, and I was like, oh, shit. I fucking love anime. Now I know an anime now is. you're hooked. Um, I love yeah. it. Uh, I went and got on, was it Share Bear? I think it was. I couldn't find Bubblegum Crisis on Napster. So I think it was like Share Bear, whatever one of those websites that gave you like 20 viruses per episode. Like, Sounds like Pirate Bay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a little before that time. And uh, I remember downloading Bubblegum Crisis, watching all of it, and then being like, I have no idea what the fuck the show's about. But it was super cool, and I liked it. I've watched it later. Some of us later in life, probably not as cool then as I thought it was. Definitely yeah. worth a watch if you're bored, but yeah. nothing. Don't stop your 20 other series to go watch the show. It's it's dated. It's old. It's That's what I feel like a lot of them back then, because you could just... Do whatever you wanted. Yeah, there weren't. Look at Fooly Cooly, man. Six episodes, and I still don't know what the fuck I watched, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is the greatest show I don't understand yeah, ever. Straight up, <laughs> like I you'll did get not s- get it. And that, I mean, that was a big reason why I wanted to watch the second and third because I figured my dumbass had the assumption that they'll continue this story. They'll it'll explain itself. Like I, you get the themes, you get the principles, so you're like they're gonna do more of that, which they do, and two and. Two more so than three. Three was just, I think they just given up at that point. We're just riding off the name. But, like, it just creates more questions and more confusion. And then it hints at some things from before. And you're like, ooh, story? And they're like, nah, fuck that. You're not getting story. Here's more issues with puberty. And you're just like, I mean, that's cool. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The whole show is about puberty, like, from beginning to end. Yeah, pretty much. Are you getting horny? Did you wet your bed? Here's a show that'll tell you absolutely nothing about what you're going no, through. No. Which which is why I think it's the best allegory for puberty because it's absolutely confusing. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah, no, so, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, Bubblegum Crisis. Well, I guess technically, like I said, Bubblegum Crisis is what got me into it, but that was the first anime I ever watched knowing it was an anime. So Dragon Ball Z was the first one I ever watched. Yeah, I mean, I knew Dragon Ball Z was an anime. Yeah, that, but it wasn't. I didn't get into it. No, well, I remember finding out what anime was and swearing it off forever because I was in high school and Naruto became a thing when I was in high school. Yeah. So there was a lot of dorks running around with the friggin' headbands and a tail coming out their back. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, no, fuck <laughs> this. And I, I remember when you you guys told me like, No, dude, you need to watch Naruto Shippuden. I was like, No. <laughs> Because of this reason, they're like, dude, trust me. Just trust me. And then all you guys had to do, this is when YouTube still worked at work. Yeah. You showed me the fight when Madara shows up. Yeah. And I was like, 
what the fuck have I been missing? Yeah. If, to, and binged the whole show. Yeah. To every anime fan of any, specifically Shonen, it works with other shows too. Just don't tell them the premise. Don't tell them how good it is. Just find that hype fucking fight scene and yeah. just be like, hey, shut up and watch this and just watch their face and their mind just fucking explode. Yep. Don't be a JoJo's fan. Don't don't be that guy. Just hey man, man. I feel like you could show some cool stuff from JoJo. No no no. You, you gotta like piece it. But together. that's not what they do. They go, hey, look at these JoJo memes that have no context and show you nothing. Yeah. Isn't this amazing? Doesn't yeah. this make you want to watch this show? To be fair, dude, I did that at work. I mean, I literally just told the guy like, yo, this is what this show is about. Yeah, I remember when you pulled up that fucking ready meme for this, bro. Yeah. Where it's like two gay brothers, <laughs> one becomes like a vampire. It was like the, and I was like, I mean. It's like 50, that was like pretty damn close. Yeah, it was like 80% accurate. Like, I'd say this, the first two arcs specifically are so easy to describe out of context and still be 100% accurate. Yeah. And then you're just like, I have no idea what, you're, what you just said to me. I know those were all words. Yeah. They were formed into a sentence. Yeah. But my mind understands I nothing mean, you just said. And I love the first two. Yeah. And I feel like people hate on the first one and then... Most people like the second. The second is my favorite one. Um, and well, five. Five might be my favorite. Four is definitely my favorite. Diamond is unbreakable. I know. I know. I know. Which is weird because I fucking do not like slice of life anime at all. Like and that shit is so boring up, to me. Dude. At that point, I'm just gonna watch like a Korean drama or some shit on Netflix. Yeah. Like, I, if I'm watching anime, like I'm not saying there has to be a shit ton of action. Just. Give me a good story, but give me something more than people just living their lives. Yeah. Like even certain romance anime, I can get more into as long as it's not the ooey ooey. He touched my finger. Like oh get the fuck out of here with that shit. God, yeah. But so it's not. It doesn't have to have action, but there has to be more going on than people just living mundane, boring lives doing dumb right. shit. Like, but yeah, that's how I got. But so he f just finished that arc. He was like, he was struggling like I was. I was like, dude, you just got to make it through this arc. And then you get to go to part five, and part five is gonna blow your mind. See, and I, I just I've I've watched part four more as far as anime. Part four more than any other part. I was I'll give it like the part four. Part four had probably the best, one of the better storylines. Yeah, it's not better than five storyline. Uh, I think five has the dopest storyline. I I like four because like let's just break it down. Part one, it's clearly an introduction. You know, it's very cliche, very eighties anime action hero. Show like the dude literally me breathe well punch vampire win, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is like yeah okay standard anime. Some weird shit in there, <laughs> definitely like there. when you like uh, talking to the whole like you're gonna eat your baby's dude's head on a dog. Uh -huh. Like you're like all right this shit's fucking weird, yeah. but the structure is pretty standard. You right. know the whole hero trope and all that. Part two is like hey same concept except of vampires are pillarmen, but fuck fighting fair. I'm going to do some wicked badass shit and make yeah. a bunch of jokes, you know? And best friend's black. What up? Yeah. <laughs> Still a racist ass fucking character, but respect for... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but once again, shows the time, you know? But at no, least the most... shows <laughs> Japanese anime. <laughs> yeah. They it's don't gotten, hide it. It's, it's gotten better. It's... Uh, yeah, but I mean, I feel like any step in the right direction <laughs> is a huge leap. Yeah, for them. Let's yeah. look at black characters in anime going back, like... I mean, I Rough. remember when Rough. I went back and watched OG Dragon Ball, seeing those lips and like, bro, the fucking popo. Beginning of One Piece, dude. Yeah, 
Yeah. They're not hiding it at all. Yeah, 90s anime. I, I used, for a while there, I was like, did they just not like black people? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you just don't know us. And then if you That's ever, what it is. They just don't know. Yeah, And I'll, if you ever go to Japan and you are black, you will get looks and you're like, what the fuck are they looking at me for? They're not upset that you were there. They're fucking mesmerized. Yeah. Like one of our friends that was out there, we went to this Fox village outside of Sendai and he gets out of the fucking bus that we're on and literally this dude fucking loses his shit, turns around, points at him and she's like, oh, black man. And we're just like, and he is just fucking excited to see two black people. Yeah. Like yeah. blew his mind. He didn't see a black person. He saw two black saw people. two together. Yeah. And to him, that was like. The fucking solar eclipse yeah. happened during a lunar eclipse yeah. and a fucking meteor shower was in the background. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a once in a fucking millennia to this dude, and he fucking loses it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I went down to Tokyo, and some chick almost got hit by a bus. And it wasn't because I'm, like, banging. It was like, I'm a six-foot-one black guy. I blew this chick's mind walking yeah. as I'm like walking through well, this you're three feet taller than yeah like there. literally I'm walking through people that are like the top of their heads are bumping my shoulders <laughs> and this chick spots me out in this crowd obviously and she is just like looking at me like holy shit they do exist <laughs> <laughs> and like almost like goes off the curb on her bike near this bus and I'm just like. I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is yeah, weird. I'm gonna like, cause accidents. Like I felt a little uncomfortable with all the looks I was getting, but you know it's not from a place of hate. They're just yeah, it's not negative. Yeah, it's just if it's Japan, not like you showed up to like Alabama or Mississippi. Yeah, it's for the wrong reason. Yeah, it's it's not a xenophobia thing. I mean, yeah. they are kind of xenophobic, but mostly towards yeah. other Asian people. Definitely, more than that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Definitely to ride across the water. Yeah. There's one particular country yeah, that they, they really they, don't like. They like to locally breed their hate. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to leave your continent for hate. It's yeah. right next yeah, door. Exactly. Like They don't give a fuck about Africa. They uh-huh. got all their hate right There's there. a whole lot of other countries in between them and Africa. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna hate America before they hate yeah. anybody from Africa. So, I mean, outside of Rapungi, there's just you don't really see black people, so they're just genuinely amazed when you see them. So, I mean... They see us, and they're just excited. I mean, a lot of people, Tokyo specifically, like, nowadays, they're a lot more used to it. So, like, it's not that common. But you definitely go outside of the bigger cities. Like I said, even some parts of Tokyo are certain people, like, they've just, which blows most Americans' mind to tell them. But I've told people, like, yeah, I've literally met people that have never met a black person. Yeah, I, I met- feel like if you were to have gone up uh, to the Cherry Blossom Festival on that first deployment. Yeah. Because you had to go north. It took us, like. Two hours north, two hours north. Oh, like all the way up by uh, Omori? Yeah. 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 It was. It was Omori. Oh, okay, yeah. So we, I feel like if you were to go up there, it would have been like that. Because Misawa, I mean, they definitely see black people because it's a Yeah, it's a military town. base there. But if you were to go super far north, away, away from Tokyo, it'd probably be like that. Yeah. I mean, every time I've gone somewhere outside of either the base or major city, I've definitely noticed a lot more. I mean, even somewhat in Misawa, you still get it like... You'll see people look at you, like, not, like, side-eye you or anything, but they'll kind of, like, pause for a moment, look at you, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. And also, like I said, I'm six foot one, so I'm above the average height it's in America. Probably more than that at this yeah. point. Definitely above the average height in Japan, so. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, oh, he's quite tall, and he's tall, black. lanky black man. Yeah. Uh, I prefer, like, legs like a Swedish model. Like, that's just, it's not, 
not a link. It's more of a glide from the hips down, you know? I feel like you're just a normal person that got stretched out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what Casey used to say? Is your, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my your fingers, bones yeah. got stretched yeah. out, but your skin <laughs> yeah. Your bones are too long for your skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, um, I think now you guys know what we're like, who we are as people, how we met. Um, I hope that gives you some idea of what we're going to talk about you know, drop a comment on Facebook or Instagram uh, of stuff you want to hear us talk about. So we can give us your it. opinions. And then, you know, if you say something stupid, we can shit on you all throughout this podcast. Yeah, and we won't. You can yell back at us. I mean, we'll, we won't name you. We won't give you that credit, but you'll know who you are. So yeah. you can tell your friends that we think you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. don't so. be hateful. In the, don't be hateful in the comments. Or do I really don't care? Yeah, I mean honestly, right. right. You're gonna do it anyway. So you can like, do whatever you want. Yeah, like hey, be nice to each other. Do something, but you'll fuck this guy. Yeah, like, you're, gonna, you're gonna say what you're gonna say. What a nerd! He wants to be nice. Yeah, um, live live your life, I guess. Uh, and then just one more plug. Uh, song at the beginning, at the end, uh, is going to be one a band of one of my friends, uh, and a friend of the podcast. Um, the band is called Nova Fracture. They're from basically Seattle, Washington. Uh, it's metalcore. I think you'll like it if you like metalcore like we do a lot of the bands we were naming. You probably will enjoy it. I know Antoine's listened to it a little bit. He said he liked it too. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know about him until we started prepping for the podcast. Right, because they're still kind of yeah. small. They're growing really rapidly yeah. in... The Pacific Northwest. His opinion is clearly biased, so let me tell you as a new fan, you should definitely check them out. They're, yeah. they're pretty fucking banging. Yeah. yeah. And they're all super nice guys, so just go over and give them a listen. Band is Nova Fracture. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, love you, miss you, bye. Bye. It's a